Right. Painkiller Nearly, episode 223. Kyle? So, so this show's not sponsored? <laughs> this show is not sponsored, <laughs> but this weekend um, was the big fight, right? The, this, the, this past weekend, yeah. Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. The, the big, three titans in their prime. This is the biggest fight of 1996. It absolutely <laughs> is. It absolutely It's the biggest fight of 2008 or something, when it, which is probably the last time they fought or something like yeah. that. I don't when know. Chuck was a mere time. 45. <laughs> Whatever he is now. Oh, man. In case you don't know, like Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell have fought twice before. I want to say Chuck won both of those. Yeah, so Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell were teammates and training partners. And Tito Ortiz was the big guy, right? He was the champion, he was the man, etc. And he kind of dodged fights. Like things that fights where he thought he might lose, he skipped them. Meanwhile, Chuck Liddell would fight him, right? So Chuck Liddell's like the number one contender, and he's just gatekeeping everyone away. So Tito so Chuck, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Tito doesn't have to fight these guys. It, it, they they're they're like practically earned a title shot, and then Chuck Liddell takes it from him, but he won't fight Chuck. And uh, Chuck's like waiting and waiting and waiting, and he's keep getting dodged. And at this point, this point, they stop being friends. You know, like Chuck hates this guy more than anyone else around. He, he just doesn't like him. And they become actual. How long ago is this period? You're talking uh, fifteen years. Yeah, 12, fifteen years ago. Okay. It, it was, so their last fight was twelve years ago. I'm going to guess the Christ. gap between their fights was about two years. So like when YouTube was kicking off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This Turn up the last century. Like 12 <laughs> and 14 years ago. And uh, Chuck Liddell beat Tito Ortiz, and then they got a rematch, and Chuck Liddell beat him again. I think he knocked him out both times. And Chuck was just the man. He was the ice man. He was, he was just knocking out everybody and eye-poking. And eye-poking. Like what I'm, I just looked them up, both up to get a... A feel for their age, even though they're only five years apart, with Liddell being forty-eight and Ortiz being, you know, forty-three. That's a way bigger five years than that five-year difference twelve years ago. Like tw- forty-three to forty-eight is way different than thirty-three to thirty-eight. There's or a thirty to thirty-five kind of forty-eight too. It's it's the roughest forty-eight you could possibly imagine. Chuck's brain has been rattled so many times. And this isn't actual science, but it's something that I've come to believe. There's this your your brain floats around. Uh, there's like this liquid pocket between your brain and your skull, and I believe that that gets diminished over time due to a lot of things. And one of them is repeated abuse to it, and the other is age, and another could be things like lowered testosterone or something about body chemistry. But I believe that the more you get hit in the head, the more susceptible you susceptible you are to getting hit in the head. That's and that's the- happened to Chuck. That, so everything Kyle said, I agree with. Plus, Chuck Liddell is known to like all the drugs. I don't know which drugs he doesn't do. There have to be a few. But that can't be good. He's a high mileage 48. And I believe he's like a week away from 49. Can someone confirm that? I could, Usually other guy looks it up. He's been known as a severe alcoholic. Um, showing up to do interviews just... Yes, yes. He would show up to interviews and he would be incoherent. Like you wouldn't be able to understand a lot of his words. They'd be slurring together so badly. Was it like it was was three weeks before alcoholism? No, it was like, oh, he's drinking some and his brain damage. It well, I've heard him speak when he's not drunk. And while he's he's no Socrates or anything, he's not very eloquent. You know, he's not. 
uh, he is no orator, <laughs> but um, but but still, he, he he how could he how could he live maintain a life as an alcoholic while he's fighting for a living? Well, this is but this is after the fighting mostly. This oh. is like the last even five. during yeah, and, and during his downfall, he did drugs sure. and stuff. He'd be interviewed. He said he was on um, cold medicine. Mm, robo tripping yeah. his way into the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it was it ways to like Good Morning America and stuff. Like, did he was so? I'm not uh, a guy who can like look at someone's characteristics and tell you like, oh, that's what pot does to you. That's what coke does to you, or whatever. But I can tell you, he was fucked. You know, yeah. they, 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 okay. they, I, I've had cold medicine. Doesn't do that to me. He could barely speak or maintain a conversation. Yeah. It, it was like he was on Ambien and he had gotten 30 minutes of sleep and then you roused him out of bed, <laughs> threw him onto Good Morning America. And he was just like, well, uh, the thing about the fighting game is fighting game is hard. Fighting game is hard. No, he no was fight a game mess. Hard. So during the lead up to, to this that clip. Chuck Liddell versus Tito fight. This is the current one, the 2018 one. I saw Chuck hitting pads, and it was bad. He was so slow. Now, this is coming from a relatively slow white guy, right? Like, I think of myself as, like, normal speed, but when other people see me, they're comparing me to, say, like, I don't know, Sugar Ray Leonard or something, and I look crazy slow. But I think I can hit pads faster than Chuck Liddell. We can all hit pads faster than Chuck Liddell. Yeah, at yeah. this point, I remember watching, the, we watched it on either PKN or PKA, and you guys were talking it up, like, oh, he just looks awful, and I was like, yeah, I bet, in the same way that if you're like, man, this 55-year-old ex-NHLer can barely dangle anymore, but it's like, it's still mm-hmm. going to be better than most things, and then you showed me, and it was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> combo one, huh. <laughs> 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 combo two, all right. Set five done. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's no, not really a combo, yeah. Chuck. That was three separate punches. <laughs> what? Give me my beer. <laughs> you are so slow. So I guess we can watch it now. At this I'm point, the ice right? man. <laughs> that means uh, I need a natural ice. Like nobody would sanction this fight. Nobody would nobody would promote this fight except for Oscar De La Hoya, who has started his own thing called Golden Boy Productions where he digs up old, almost <laughs> dead fighters, and he makes them fight for blood. Hilarious. <laughs> Golden Boy Productions actually fairly like legit and well-known in the boxing world. This is yeah. its first MMA fight. And, and it was funny because like a couple things, um, Oscar De La Hoya mispronounced Chuck's name at the press conference. He clearly didn't know who Chuck Liddell was. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Liddell. He's the man. The uh, the cold man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's why he's always drinking Nyquil. The cold man. They call him the snowman. I've I've heard people call him the snowman. And Tito's like, no, no, that's the that's that. That's that. No, 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 no. Oh, the ice man. Yeah, that's right. So so he's gotten a lot a lot of flack because of that. And, and but one of the cool things I thought is they split the profits on this thing three ways. Chuck, Tito, Oscar. They split all the profits. Like, like, like Chuck got like 200, 250 grand to like show. And there's no like show versus win thing as far as I know. I think it was like 200 to Tito and like 250 to Chuck, something like that, roughly. And mm-hmm. then like, then they split the fucking pay per view and gate take profits. You know, anything uh, that, that, that's, uh, and he probably okay, inflated the profit. What was this? Well, it's hard to say. I haven't seen the pay per view numbers. I will say this. They started discounting it with a couple days to go. You know, it started out at like 
50 or 60 bucks or something or 40 bucks or something and then all of a sudden they were lowering the price faster than fallout 76 match though is right. it? Nah. I've never heard of that before. Well, it's not an exhibition match. It's a fucking full-on pay-per-view, like sanctioned headline fight. Yeah. sanctioned fight. Like it's it was a real. This is a real three-round mixed martial arts bout. You know, three this rounds. You say to see all three rounds <laughs> right now. I, well, we have it queued up. Round one. All yeah, right. I, I'm I'm queued up at two fourteen, which is if if anyone wants to watch along with us, uh, it's uh, Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz three full fight. By Zach Rice, noted mixed martial arts YouTuber. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Yep. Three, two, one, play. I have no volume. Do you guys also have no audio? Um, I have my like I anyway. do, um, which is fine, I think, anyway. It's, the, the commentator's kind of like, oh, look at him. Look at the Iceman. He's looking good. Oh. He looks clumsy. The Iceman right. hasn't left his feet yet. Like he's walking side to side, not Dude. even little bounce. Look, look how dumb, look how clumsy he looks. I so I try That's not to I throw stones like at professional athletes and such, right? But the way he's moving around, Chuck Liddell looks scared, and he's going backwards a lot, right? Chuck Liddell, like his thing wasn't going backwards all the time. He's got that right cocked though. He, he doesn't want to get taken down. Tito is a is a accomplished wrestler. Tito. Is still a fighter for you know he's not he's not ten year ten years ago Tito but Tito's still a bad motherfucker right like, like and you could tell by you could just tell by the stance the by the movement look at Tito's movement look 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 look, look how his hands are, look at how his hands are moving look look at his knees look at he's his a ankles. little stiff but he looks athletic and like he's in there you know sort of watching everything did you see Chuck just throw that out <laughs> he's just Chuck looks scared at this point he, that Chuck, thank you for that. Chuck looks scared. He looks like he's doing everything he can to pretend he's here to he fight. He just got punched in the shoulder, and he's like, oh, that was hard. <laughs> oh, my. Really, nothing has happened so far. Uh, yeah. only... Chuck just almost fell all on his own. <laughs> Don't worry. He will <laughs> fall, all, he fall on his own. he does fall on his own. Yeah. He's going tr- to literally stumble and fall in a moment. It's, uh, it's like, ow, you, you punched me in the ear. Wait, we said no headshots. <laughs> oh, what if that was true? What if, what, if Chuck, what if Chuck felt there were no headshots allowed in this match? <laughs> no he... punches to the face. This is my moneymaker. Oh. I'm in the Expendables H coming so, up. So, <laughs> so I know we're not doing this like minute by minute, but basically Chuck's been walking backwards trying to stay out of range while oh, Tito that's... stalks him for two minutes now. The most lively dude by a lot is the ref. <laughs> so <laughs> in a moment here... The ref could Tito's beat Tito up him. right now if he wanted to. I think they've been training together. I think Tito literally said Herb Dean's in his training camp. <laughs> yeah, Herb Dean. I, 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 if, <laughs> if there were a fight right now between Herb Dean and and Chuck, I'd bet the farm on on Herb Dean. Dude, Herb Dean looks about twenty years younger. Wait, he see... is, and he's an accomplished fighter in, in his own right. Uh, yeah, he, he's a I, fighter. I, I mean, maybe not world class. Certainly not world class, but. Enough oh, and there down goes Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get he hit, didn't though. Get hit. He didn't get hit. Well, he, he swung really hard. Who amongst us doesn't fall if we, like, throw a ball? He's like that kid at literally yeah. <laughs> too hard. Just watch the hard, NFL. All around. those feedbacks throw themselves into a fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens. This might even be it. How many punches have landed on either side? Six? At uh, most. I'm calling it like six to zero. I think Chuck might have an official like one hit, one punch hit. 
This could be it. Could be it. Any no, second now. It's not much longer. So. <laughs> it's, it man, is the first punches. round, right? Yeah, they don't. The they're, oh, the, did you, you see, see that? that right? It Chuck was nothing. Got a little pop on the chin. Just stunned from it. Yeah, but the, I was thinking of the, the, the right that Chuck threw there. Like maybe, you see how slow that right was he just <laughs> threw? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very slow. I know less about fighting than either of you, and I could throw a faster right than that. That's like after oh, the fight. Tito almost fell. Tito almost <laughs> fell too. It's such a shit show out there. <laughs> but yeah, it's the, still... his walk. The, what Tito just did there, the way he picked his feet up, he's indicating to anyone watching that. Oh, my feet were wet. My feet were wet. That's what that was. Now like he's, he's saying doing, hit me. He's doing yeah. the hit me. Thing. The, I feel like if I were to rank these fighters on a scale of one to ten, Tito's like a four and Chuck is a half. Yeah. If they did a tag team between these two guys and those two YouTubers, <laughs> oh, care. Yes, I, I think we're. I, I I have a lot of respect for for Tito's physique here and his rat. Like like, that's it, and that's that. That's that. Come like, on, Tito. He's dead. You know what? I thought Tito got like three good shots afterwards. But uh, from another angle, you can see that the ref was holding him by the bicep, and he wasn't. Yeah, and they're him. glancing blows. Like, yeah, so so that's that. That's. They and, didn't. And, they had never seen his celebration before. All these people are like, "No, don't do your thing." He's been doing this for twenty years now. He's fine. Yeah. He does some sort of WWE celebration. He like dance. he digs. He digs his opponent's grave. That's his celebration. I like, and that. it's a little on the nose for for this <laughs> night. All right, because just Chuck might actually need a grave. Oh, look at that. Look at Tits McGee back there. What's she doing? <laughs> it it made me feel bad. So, look, if Chuck had just moved slowly and he didn't have his timing and such, I'd be like, eh, maybe he'll be in there with someone. But the fact that Chuck went down, his chin is so gone, right? He has given his chin 12 years to recover. You know, you can't do that again. You know, <laughs> he's not going to come back at 63, would he be? Yeah. <laughs> So There's we said he no was 48, way. but he's 49 in two weeks, right? So let's call him 49. Yeah, yeah. he'll be 61. And yeah, he can't give it another. It's done. He's done. Uh, but I hope he got oh. a lot of money out of it. And well, he was having money or issues or something. That, he's right? fighting for the money. He that he's he's not there for the love of the game, as they. Would How say. does he not have any money? Like he was Mr. Big Guy for a while. He was in those Expendables uh. movies. Like you'd think. Uh, well, I can I can explain a lot of this. So he was Mr. Big Guy. Like a, how does he not have money? He was a professional baseball player, you know, in the sixties. Yeah. That's when they made a hundred grand a year. Like that's when he was Mr. Big Guy, and then he got a job. I'm pretty sure his salary was three hundred grand a year, doing nothing for the UFC. And then oh, the UFC was bought that. out yeah. and lost that job, and now he took this fight. And hopefully, this fight gives him retirement money. No, I, there's no way this is retirement money. I bet. Well, it depends on tax, your version of retirement. If, if he got half a million out of this after taxes, I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, the, I, so I don't have anything to go by, but I thought if he got a quarter million guaranteed, maybe another mill on top of that, I had completely forgotten about taxes and whatever management he needs to pay in his camp and stuff. I was just hoping he came out of this with two million. But I, I can't see that being true. It just seems like I, the fact that they were discounting the, the, the fight leads me to believe that they were like, oh, shit, we only sold 30, 30, 30? You mean 30,000, right? 30. They didn't discount oh, it in no. America, by the way. Like that, uh, they tried to. I, I even thought about buying it. It went down to 1995. I'm like, for 1995, I might buy it. 
And I tried to buy it, and sure enough, it was still like 60 or 40 or whatever it was here. And it, they only discounted it in like England and such. Yeah, they attempted to discount it everywhere before they realized that they had con- contractual obligations with many of the distributors. That's which right. th- now they just look like dumbasses. Not just assholes, but dumbasses because they don't know their own like legal paperwork as far as the distribution rights are, oh. are, are concerned. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was sad is what it was. I felt really... I didn't feel entertained. I didn't feel good. I felt bad. And, and I literally, like, jokingly, of course, said, you know, I was like, can I beat up Chuck? And Chiz is like, you're no Tito Ortiz. And I was like, what? good point. Good point. <laughs> I probably cannot beat up Chuck Liddell. But I can make a show of it. <laughs> like, 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 like it, would, it would be like I watched um, um, uh, some Viking show the other day. Oh, the, the Last Kingdom. Uh, the Last Kingdom season three is out. And there's a oh, part all right. where... There, there's like a sniveling character in the show, and all of a sudden, like one of the big badass Vikings just beats the dog shit out of him. I mean, just really bloodies him. And and someone else picks, he's like, "Don't kill him! Good God, don't kill him, man!" And they 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 pick up the sniveling guy, and he's sort of dusting him off, and he's like, "He took me by surprise, or else I'd have made a show of it at least." <laughs> that's that's how I think it would go if I fought Chuck Liddell. I'd make a show of it. All right. He'd know that, that it would go on for more than a few seconds. I, I could yeah. I could avoid him for I, sure. My problem is I, I don't think I can throw fast enough. I think Chuck Liddell would see everything I've got from a mile away. He still has hundreds or thousands of hours of watching punches come at him. He Chuck would kick my ass. Do you remember that <laughs> terrible movie in like two thousand three, <laughs> like clock stoppers, where you could slow down time with your watch? Remember that? That silly, awful kids movie. That's what I imagine it'd be like fighting Chuck Liddell. Is like you, everything would be slow. Like you'd be able to dodge punches like a pro, even if you wouldn't, because those punches are slow as fuck. Yeah, like I those are like I the could... punches you get in those arcade. I know this because I just went to Dave and Buster's a couple days ago. Those boxing games where the guy like says level one. It's like Bruiser Bill coming in with an overhead right, and then it like tells you lean down. And they do. Like, and then, like that's that's what it would be like to fight Chuck Liddell. I would just need my uh, corner to be like, "Hey, he's in the middle of throwing a right hook. You can t- uh, take your time, though." You know. <laughs> I bought I don't a. Know why my fighter sounds like <laughs> like my coach. <laughs> that's how I imagine coaches to sound in fighting. <laughs> New topic. Yeah, uh, I just want to know how your guys' Thanksgivings were. I I. Oh. We could do that. I, my Thanksgiving was the, is, wasn't much to it. Uh, Hope went to visit her boyfriend. We didn't have family come. We just, Jackie cooked while I didn't do anything, and then I ate too much. I, I cooked a delicious food. dinner. It was wonderful. I fried my turkey. I made my dressing and mashed potatoes and then macaroni and cheese and some other wonderful things. It was delicious. That's good. Did you try anything new this year? Because I know you're always the chef. Uh, nothing I haven't done before, no. I, you, you know, it, when, when, like... A family giant dinners on the line. You don't want to get too experimental, uh, wanna, especially with like the main course or something like that. You know, I don't want to. Don't want to. Do you have any other meats there, like ham or beef or anything, or are you just a turkey fam? Just, just turkey, just turkey. It, it's, it's it was like a sixteen pound turkey or something like that. So there was there was no and, and and like I don't know. I I don't like beef that much, especially not for like a holiday thing. I don't know. I love beef anytime. Ham is the holiday meat I don't care for as much. Like, even fried turkey really beats the hell out of ham. Oh, like, sure. It's just, it's not even close. Like, and once again, my, my grandparents made, it's like every time I go to one of their Thanksgivings, I'm like, you know there's only going to be like six, seven <laughs> people here. 
and she cooks for you know thirty at least. I got. <laughs> Um, people think I'm joking. I should have taken a picture. Uh, I got no. There was one time you laid it out. You're like, you think your grandma makes a lot of food because it's like you know the cliche, the meme. No, no, my grandma kicks your grandma's ass, and then you just describe how she has like, you know, I don't know, fourteen people, turkeys, like in queued up waiting to go. It's it's insane. So, <laughs> like, it, it's only like small side. My family's not very big on that side, but we had for I think six people. We had. A giant oven baked turkey. We had three fried turkeys, uh, an entire ham, um, a rack of <laughs> Chateau Briand, which is like a filet style of beef, more mac and cheese than you need, more green bean casserole than you need, so much fucking stuffing and all that shit. And once again, second, maybe third year running, like as I was leaving the next morning to drive back, my grandma was like, Now, Taylor, you need to bring some food home. Now we've got. Now this this has got to be about four pounds of beef. You want this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want four pounds of beef. She's like, now also I have an extra fried turkey. Do you want this fried turkey? I'm like, a whole fried turkey? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it home. And so I had pounds of meat that I've been eating through. So I overate on Thanksgiving. Oh. I ate most of a fried turkey by myself the next day. I've been tearing through this beef. My heart's hurting. You know, like <laughs> I need to give a little heart healthy meal. Maybe some almonds, but. Yeah, it, it's been nice. My I mother would make me this uh, sweet potato cranberry marshmallow dish. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. And uh, my wife has taken up making. It was always my favorite thing at Thanksgiving. I am having, I finished it now, but I had some very fattening meals for the week after Thanksgiving. Like there was a lot of, mm-hmm. I, I get, after I saw the um, the dish like ready to be cleaned at the you know, like put in the dishwasher or something, I was like, I ate pretty much all of that. That could have been ten thousand calories in that thing. Like it's out. It was it looked like an epic mealtime thing that I just had too much with every lunch and every dinner for the next week. Yeah, and I usually like redeem myself a little bit because I don't. I'm not really a pie eater mm-hmm. very uh, much. Like I don't eat pumpkin pie or uh, pecan pie or, you know, it's all fine, but it's never like worth the calories to me. Like, I don't like it that much, mm-hmm. but she made like little cupcake sized cheesecakes this year. And so I had a couple of those <laughs> and I didn't even want to think about it because like I'd go over and I'd like take one forkful and be like, Oh, it's so rich. I can't possibly <laughs> keep well. <laughs> I walked away and she'd be like, now, nah, do you like those? I can make those more for you. Can actually take those home if you want Taylor. And I was like, no grandma, I don't need that. It's just so ri-. well, Okay, I guess I'll have a little more. <laughs> and so I just like kept ambling in there. The funniest fucking thing about it is they have this super nice home that they built because they like the rural ass area they live in. They'll mm-hmm. never resell it. And they've lived there for 15 years or something now. And they have never replaced their televisions. Ever. Like, and as someone in, in you know, our age bracket, not being in their 70s, like, that would be a high priority, right? Like, if you live yeah. in a super nice house with lots of watching room, you don't want a 42-inch TV up on your fireplace <laughs> from 2005. And one of them has a bar going straight down the middle of it, about this wide. It's a 50-inch TV from, like, 2005. And I was watching it there, Aww. and I was like, Grandma, Grandma, <laughs> Why don't you guys buy a new TV? And my grandma was like, "Well, if I'm being honest, it just doesn't bother me anymore. I, I forget <laughs> the bars even there." And I was like, <laughs> "We were watching football, and it's like you can't see like five yards." 
<laughs> and so I like I you know talked to my brother and I'm like this year we're gonna go in together we're gonna buy them a really nice TV yeah. that'll be our it looks them. like the Broncos are playing a black line right now <laughs> it covers the entire offense it's so old like HD formatting wasn't even like set yet and so it'll like, go to like that old aspect ratio out of nowhere <laughs> by three. on different yeah. channels and so it's like you're really watching a, a 32 inch TV on a 42 inch TV <laughs> oh no dude there <laughs> are the such the great middle. deals so right now 30. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many there's so many really good deals on televisions right now especially if like you just want a 55 inch or smaller which is what most people have they 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 they're just giving them away that these 4K TVs like 5 or 600 dollars for like a 55 inch 4K TV yeah. now of course the one i want didn't get discounted a dime i watched <laughs> stayed steady $7000 all weekend that 100 inch TV no it's the 77 inch 4K uh OLED. That's the one I have my eye on. Yeah, the way the geometry works, it's crazy. Like, like if you go from a 72 to 77, you'd think they're roughly the same, right? But it, no, man, that's a lot of screen. It's just that diagonal. Yeah, they add it to the outside. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way it works. It's like, you think you're going to spiral. It's crazy. I bought something. I put it together today. I got Colin a new PC, a gaming PC. I had a... I had fired up, you know, dusted off the old Left for Dead skills lately, carrying team after team to victory. And uh, then I was like, Colin, I put him in my seat and he played it for a while. I thought he would take longer to get good, but he's been playing like the equivalent on Minecraft for ages. Minecraft is, is all this these. Is his first time trying uh, Left for Dead? Yeah, well, it's been a couple, it's been maybe two or three weeks now. But uh, yeah, WASD, mouse and keyboard and stuff. He's awesome he's just he's good he's very good uh, yeah I, I didn't want to use those words but i'm like i'm pretty sure he's way fucking better than he's Taylor. probably he, he, <laughs> colin would dominate me in left for dead <laughs> i think no he way. would yeah he just you know and uh, and even the other keys i'm like it's e to pick up r to reload whatever no time at all he's got that down um you have to hit like the number keys to switch which things you're active and he had no trouble with any of that minecraft has the same thing and, uh, yeah, so after the show tonight, I, I've been waiting for, like, a month to do this. We're going to play side-by-side, side, Left for Dead, with some strangers and go online and get our thing done. I look forward to it. I bought something, uh... too, but it wasn't a good purchase. So I had such smashing luck with that $149 magnetic bike that I expected to be shitty and then ended up working out great that I was like, huh, well, I'm not going to spend $600 on an elliptical now. I'm just going to get... The same company's cheap oh, elliptical no. for $250. And so I bought the world's cheapest elliptical back there. Uh-huh. It it was it, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to build in my <laughs> life because so many of the parts like just wouldn't fit right. Like I was sitting there with my girl getting mad, where I'd be like, she's like, now Taylor, settle down. It's okay. I get I'm usually like pretty level headed, but like when putting things together, if it doesn't work right, I get irate. Yep. Like, live it. It's the angriest that I get. Like, if someone cuts me off in traffic, hey, come on, guy. But, like, <laughs> this, like, I, I was, like, putting bolts in. Like, it's supposed to go here. It's Look at the fucking Chinese bullshit manual, slave labor manual they told me to do. <laughs> and, like, I would, like, put the bolt in, and I got so tired of it at one point, I just walked over and, like, grabbed a hammer like a murderer and, like, walked over to it and just... Bang, bang, bang! It scared the shit out of my girlfriend because I didn't alert her. I just hammered it through all the way. And then I get it all the way done, all the way completed. Two and a half hours of, of assembling this That bolt actually bike. went in the pedal, my bad. Yes, and then I, I use it for just to test it for like 30 seconds. 
And like as soon as I start going on it, like I can see my girl's face like Ugh, where I was like, you know, I don't think this is made for people my size. Because the whole thing is actively rocking back and forth. The handles are shaking. Like it, it is not holding me at all. If I like I, I found that if I lean back and go like this, I can kind of balance myself. But if I lean forward that thing and I go with any intensity at all, I will I will topple. That entire elliptical, and so I that was a looking at it. It my... looked unstable in the Amazon pictures. It didn't <laughs> look safe. And I, I should have noticed. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm about the size of that lithe woman. Yeah, I'll, I'll link the one I got. <laughs> God, what a stupid. Just search <laughs> elliptical and then sort by cheapest. It's that one. It's, oh man. Yeah, oh. It literally, it's that one. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what a. Oh, just this sucks. whole YouTube series where they're like they they test the cheapest, you know, like power drill or the cheapest uh, like bandsaw or whatever like that that exists. And sometimes you're like, oh, okay, so it, it's not too bad. It's not a Dewalt, but it works. This one would fall into the other category. See, but you don't think that the model they used for this looks about the same size as me. <laughs> <laughs> she it's looks like photoshopped a- in. Like that doesn't even look like a human. Yeah, you're right. They, like they put a smaller human on there, and what the fuck is she looking at? She's just excited to be on the elliptical. <laughs> Man, what a deal! And I only had to break out the hammer three times. But look at <laughs> go to the bottom of it and look at the size of the base. Very uh, small. It's 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 literally narrower than the width of my shoulders. Like there's no way this is gonna work for me. So basically, well, my girl now has an elliptical she can use. So that's good. Oh, nice. I like that in the second photo, there's a dude sleeping in the background, and that's one of their selling points. Yeah, ultra quiet, <laughs> suitable for home use. While your girlfriend uses this bitch-made elliptical <laughs> that you foolishly purchased, you rube, you absolute idiot. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> God. Uh, live and learn. Like, and, oh, and it's like magnetic. Like, and so that's how you turn up the resistance power. And so from the beginning, it was on like the lowest. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this, oh, well, it's just, it's shaking a lot because it's so easy. All the way to the top. All right. So no, nope, it was just shaking because it's shit. Like <laughs> it's just easy, almost like ah. Uh, you tightened everything purchase. enough. Oh yeah, That's... I went through again, tightened everything. Like it's it's just. I it's hammered shit. the fuck out of every screw <laughs> yeah. on there. Got them in there deep. <laughs> I hammered all the bolts in. I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's uh, yeah. Ellipticals are one of those things where like the more expensive they are, in my experience anyway, the better they are because. I've never had a cheap one, but I've got yours to compare to now. But the one at the gym that I was using was super duper fancy. It had so many settings that, it, it, you know, it, that's probably like all 1500 the, bucks though, or something crazy. Oh, no, had to be more than that because the one that I own that's in a storage unit right now was like 30. It was either 3000 or 4000 and it what? could have been four that we got at Dick Sporting Goods. And I mean, it's five years old. So three, three or four grand five years ago. And the one at the, the the gym was much nicer, I thought. Like, the display was a nicer digital thing. And it, I think mine has a fan. Yeah, that one has a fan, too. But I, I like the fan on the machine. Any machine with a fan just to blow in your face, just that little bit of air is always really nice. And, well, see, you know, but if you, have a, if you have one like this, you're constantly working stabilizer muscles to keep you <laughs> <falling over>. Like <laughs> the, the, point, the thing the is this. So I'm looking at this. It's $270 plus $20 in shipping. Let's call it $300. The most expensive way to get a fifteen hundred dollar elliptical is to buy a three hundred dollar one first, and I I think that's what we've done here. You're right. See, I was I was way overconfident because 
I, I ordered that $150 bike thinking it was going to be total shit. It was perfect. Yeah, I think was, our was bike great. wasn't much more than that. We picked it because it had a table. You could watch shows and stuff. That's yeah, it, that worked great. This was a mistake. So I guess, you know, the old adage, buy it nice or buy it twice, is going to bite me in the ass for this one. But you, you, pro- yeah. you probably could return it. Amazon has such a nice return policy. It'll, it'll could, work fine for my... You could put it back in the box. Take that bolt that you hammered, throw it away, and be like, didn't come with all the bolts, and just return <laughs> the whole fucking thing. And they'll be like, cool. They won't care. They are really They can good watch this video it. right now, and they'll be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. I, right. oh, I, another thing. I watched a movie, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You guys talked about it. Yep, okay, good. first of all, I enjoyed it more than you guys did. I won't say it was great or anything. I think maybe I came into it with low expectations, but you guys just made me so curious. What I really enjoyed, and I don't know why it tickles me so much, when Taylor's dumb, <laughs> that is the best ever. So I watched the first play, and then we go to the second one. And it's a grown man, way better looking, six inches taller. And I'm like, Taylor thought these were the same people? That this was going to lead up to the to the first story we I watched? I thought it was a story about a guy named Buster Scruggs who had been established. <laughs> and I, that, I that's why it struck me. Because when yeah. I saw James Franco, I was like, this is just like in How I Met Your Mother, where Ted grows into Bob Saget. Exactly. I'm not buying it. I thought the like, exact same thing Taylor thought. Like, like when, they, when, <laughs> when, when Buster Scruggs dies, and then they go to the second vignette, and it's James Franco. I'm like, ah, this is the beginning of the Buster Scruggs story. I, I see. Okay. I, at first, I thought this was going to be some stupid thing with disjointed stories that were all different. <laughs> that was going to piss me off. But now that I see that we're going back in time, and unlike the way Morty likes it, we're, we're not starting the story where it begins. We were starting the story where it ends and then going back. I'm much happier. And then James Franco died. And I was like, ah, is there time travel or other dimensions? <laughs> Oh, now we're an old-timey gold miner out in, out in the wilderness. Yeah. Now he lives that, longer than Buster Scruggs. Uh, I liked old-timey gold, time, uh, old-timey gold miner, and I liked most of the one with James Franco, with the all-star scene in that one being when the guy that plays uh, the bulldozer you know, puts on his pans and runs around. He's like, pan shot! <laughs> Is that what, I thought he was saying headshot. I no, pan shot. Oh. They were digging up a pan. Pan shot! And he's just sprinting at him. Smacks the gun. That made me laugh. Really, <laughs> so really good. That was such a badass. It was one of the movie highlights. It was great. It really was. Uh, uh, there were a lot of good points in it. I liked all of Ballad of Buster Scruggs, even, even the end of that vignette. I... I one. The one where the legless, armless guy—that oh. was boring to me. Oh, you say it was, was super boring. Terrible, super boring, dude. Uh, so all of the stories, with maybe exception of the first one, were thirty percent longer than they needed to be. You know, agree. That sure. Oh, I, usually I'm alone in that. Usually they, they tell me, "No, what do you don't appreciate a slow burn or something?" But well, yeah, well, they didn't go they anywhere. Just, okay. They, 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 they wanted to establish the gold miner, worked really hard to find the gold. Okay, so they show him digging a hole, 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 digging another fucking hole. There was like 16 minutes of hole digging. I get it. I get it. You could have maybe just like shown the holes afterwards and I'd be like, wow, that was a lot of hole digging. I didn't need to take the hole digging out. That whole thing's eight minutes long. Okay. could that be fine? Slip in a different one. That it, oh, and the, it's funny if they added like an extra two minutes where he's like, he puts those eggs back, and then it just shows that shot for like a minute after he crawls down. 
And then it shows them crawling back up like fucking birds. No, I'm going to take it off. <laughs> yeah, that was it. another. I enjoyed like knowing that Taylor thought those eggs were like the owl was going to eat them and that they were too small to be owl eggs. And there was a real hiccup in the storytelling there. Don't stand by that. Look at owl <laughs> nests online. That's a, that's a, that's a great horned owl. <laughs> like, yeah, he's probably just making sure that the owl gets triple his own food store. <laughs> he was really a nice guy. It was a real letdown, you know, because like when I think of Coen brother movies, I think of masterpieces that I think those are the kind of movies that like I, you buy on DVD and like put on a shelf somewhere like like No Country for Old Men, The Big Lebowski, stuff like that. It's just, uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Like I was expecting a Western, oh, brother, where art thou? Like, 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 I, and, and to me, that would have been a new modern classic. Because I love O Brother Where Art Thou. And it has a lot of the same actors. Like the guy who plays Buster Scruggs, obviously, is one of the soggy bottom boys that's tooling mm-hmm. around. And uh, the pan shot guy, he's in there, too. He's the guy who runs. He's the blind uh, radio DJ who, who's like, ah, bada, bada, what up, bada, singing and a picking. And he's in there all blind, just singing to himself. And he, he like, like they come in and they, he's like, you boys come in here. I'm going to pay you $5 a piece. And then, and he's like, um, well, uh, only four of us can write. Myrtle and Aloysius have to sign this it. This is, oh, brother, we're out there. Yeah, I don't think there I'm is no it. Myrtle and Aloysius. <laughs> he's like, that's okay. <laughs> he's just <laughs> pretending like there's five instead of three. On Buster Scruggs, I think that was part of why I liked it more. Like, like you came in there looking for a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I was told this movie kind of sucks. So yeah. I was pleasantly surprised, and you were disappointed, yeah. even though oh, it's yeah. difference of anticipation. Yeah. yeah, garbage, man, garbage. I, I was, I was so upset. I, I feel, I feel ripped off. I, I'm so glad I didn't pay for this or go to the movies to see it. Oh, I'd have been livid if I had plunked down fifty dollars for me and a date to go watch this shit. Bought some candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, some nine dollar <laughs> goobers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have. Bit in the popcorn bucket. I, it pretty much takes a Marvel movie or Star Wars to get me to the movie theaters nowadays. I'm just I, there's no reason to go to the movies. Like that's why that whole business is kind of dying. Like there's no way they're gonna be. No, it's they're not, not gonna be able to. They're not gonna be able to maintain this new trend of totally shrinking their capacity to make it luxurious. When like screens are getting cheaper all the time. We already talked about how projectors are getting so much cheaper. Nah, like man. people are getting like. And in the on-demand aspect of it, like just knowing you can hop on Amazon, who's getting movies sooner and sooner all the time. Like sometimes, like even like it, it feels like movies will just leave theaters. It's like oh, on Amazon, like already. So yeah, but we'll then, see. then you got to pay twenty dollars. Like like I watched. Um, oh, what's that movie I watched? Just have bought. For, oh, I'll say this now. Now Tom Cruise is a crazy person. I really dislike the Scientology thing, and I don't mean that it, it. I don't care for it. I mean it makes me think less of him because he does it, and he's such a huge part of it. He's not just a practitioner. He's like the guy they give gold medals to at creepy ceremonies. He's right? not just like, a Catholic. He's the Pope. He's he he's a cardinal at the very least. He's a scary fucking guy, if you ask me. And uh, but goddamn, I watched that new Mission Impossible movie. Now that is a fucking killer movie. Every one of them is better than the last. Like, mm. like there's a, only Mission Impossible two, which I think John Woo directed. Each one's got a different director. Um, I want to say mm. the, the 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 third one is Michael Bay directed. Uh, the first one was um, De Palma directed. Directed. I don't know who's directing this new one. Masterpiece. Incredible action. 
Tom Cruise is funny, witty. He plays that Ethan Hunt character to a T, like he's mastered that character. He he's an executive producer in all of these movies, which means he, he you know, he's betting on the movie. He's working on the project. He, for most of them, he doesn't take salary. He takes a percentage of the gross. He made mm. 70 billion dollars for the first one. That was it, instead of salary. He just took 70 million home. Jesus. In 96 <laughs> that's how long he's been making these things since 1996 I wonder if he's richer than Jerry Seinfeld no that's a tall order I think Seinfeld's like right at a bill well yeah. I mean that's easy 10% there with one of his movies that's true I, I, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to find out he, he could be close it, and maybe he's got some hidden monies with that whole Scientology cult thing but god damn Mission Impossible um, Fallout I think is the name of it really good movie I enjoyed it and, and like he still looks good. He's still fit. When he runs, Tom Cruise can run. All right. When like, like there's a lot of characters that you see him run in a movie, and you're like, "Come on, man, you're not athletic at all. You you can barely run. Like like Dude. your hands are doing weird stuff. Your your knees are all jibby jabby. Like you're not you're not you're, you're you're like not leaning into it at all. You don't look athletic when you run, bro. A perfect example of that is um, who's the guy who whispers really menacingly and was big in the '80s and the '90s. The six foot four fake kung fu guy. Steven who, Seagal. Uh, Steven Seagal runs like a girl. There's yeah. a whole. If you go on YouTube and search Steven Seagal runs like a girl, entire videos devoted to the fact that Steven Seagal runs <laughs> right, like I'll a girl. Check it out. Will Smith will agree with you. Will Smith had uh, it was his son Jade Smith who did the movies with him. He had a running coach come in. He says, "Look, women will decide if you are sexy." In one second, based on how you run, we need to get. So he gets like an Olympian track guy to teach his son how to run like a movie star. And he does. Oh, yeah. he teaches a, and, and so uh, you, everybody instantly identifies a run as whether or not it's athletic or not. Now I'm watching a TV show called the Goldbergs. Are you guys familiar with this? No, super funny. It's a sitcom. It's brain candy, but it's great. It's so great. It's about a bunch of kids, Jewish kids, the Goldbergs. And, uh, they get in their little hijinks and disagree with each other. The oldest one is actually pretty athletic, like he does wrestling and, and plays ice hockey, but he runs horribly, and I'm going to do the run. Hold on a second. What he's doing a run for us now, for those of you who are listening. Oh, it's a terrible <laughs> run. It's, it, it looks like he's running so fast that his arms... It is the funniest thing to see. It only shows up like every fourth or fifth episode, and he'll run for like three seconds, and you're like, ah! Like when like a little kid like sticks their arms back behind him, like (laughs) runs like they're gaining speed. (laughs) I'm I'm watching a clip with the sound off right now of Steven Seagal runs like a girl, and I genuinely am having trouble believing that these aren't jokes. No, that's how Steven Seagal runs. He goes like it's a lot of these movements. Yeah, like uh, like it's not straight up and down. It's a lot of kind of like. And the open and, and like like I got no problem whether you make a fist and run or if you run with the hands. Tom Cruise mm-hmm. runs with hands open. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that. Karate chopping. But if you watch Tom Cruise run and he is full out sprinting so fast. And, and like not only is he running, does it look good? You're like, he's moving. Yeah. He's moving pretty good. He'd outrun the shit out of me. There's <laughs> no way I can keep up with Tom Cruise. I know it. Well, you if just Tom saw Cruise, what I'm capable of. If so. Tom Cruise was like <laughs> was like, Yeah, come on, Kyle, foot race. For, for the cardinalship of the Scientology cult. <laughs> the I'd be like, shit, I can't beat him. I know I can't. Even though he's 58 years old or whatever he is now. Like, there's no way. He's so fucking athletic I, and fast. I, 
can I get the same like cocktail of surgery and drugs that has kept him Too forever late. young? Too late. He's been on that shit since the early nineties. <sighs> Damn. I don't know. Rogan had, I guess, I forget what, I think he was 40 when Rogan started testosterone. And he basically, it was weird. He like decided, you know, I only got like, I don't know, 40 years, 30 years left. So I'll just make it 20 good ones instead of 30 bad ones. Whatevs. And that was the decision he made. He looks good. He does? I saw him wearing this, this. He looks weird. He doesn't look like, it's all, so I this is the thing, and I say this with plastic surgery all the time. They'll be like, this actress looks bad, right? Her lips look silly or something. And I think, yeah, you're right. She doesn't look good. But we need to compare what we're seeing to the hypothetical didn't have surgery version. You're comparing her to her younger self. That's not fair. She's not going to have that. That's not one of the choices. It's where she is now or where she would have been if she didn't have surgery. Back to Rogan. Rogan's got a big old mead head. He's bald. TRT balds you. Um, he's strong. He's so thick in the middle. People think he's fat when he has a shirt on. And you lift it, and he's got abs in there. But mm -hmm. what I presume are like enlarged organs and intestines and whatnot. And he just fills out his shirt like a fat person does. He wears too tight of a shirt as well. That's that's a bit of a, a thing that like like he lives out there in L.A. I feel like he hangs around Brendan Schwab too much. Brendan Schwab wears skinny jeans and tight shirts, and 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 maybe he's influenced. Joe looks good in camo, all right. When he's got it, when he's got his camo hat on and his camo jacket, and he's out in Alaska or Montana or something, like crouched with a rifle, he looks like a manly son of a bitch. But when I see him in studio wearing a lavender pullover with four buttons and it's way too tight, I'm just like, ugh. Or when I see him in the in the ring in the octagon. With those knuckles that are hairier than my dick, <laughs> and and he's, and he's and he's wearing this black button down, where each button is screaming we for are mercy. Testing the tensile strength of button thread. I bet he's got to get the buttons reinforced. <laughs> Do you, Probably. You, you know I like Kevlar stitching on my buttons, right? Yeah. <laughs> we use it's kite absurd. string on this. Fourth, six hundred pound test. It's yeah, you're awful. right. His, his shirts when he when he interviews the fighters in there, they're too tight and they're like um. A nice shirt, like it lays right, but his is always like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're right about that. But what I was saying is I want to compare this version of Joe to what he would have been otherwise, right? Like young Joe looked really good, I thought. Like the He looked like Jim Norton. News <laughs> no, he didn't. He was, he no, was, was super saying, handsome. That's what he'd look like without oh, the DRT. <laughs> that's what hypothetical like, like, like skinny, skinny and still bald because like he was you know, he's but got But imagine the Joe still worked star. out. Like, he doesn't just take all working out out. He just takes the HGH, TRT, whatever it is out. Well, like, well, he probably... What would his workouts be like if he didn't, like, bounce back every day like a 19-year-old? What would his workouts be like if he didn't get the kind of, like, Way visual reinforcement that he gets, right? Now he can kill it in the gym, and then the next day, you know, kill it in the gym again because he's on steroids. So... Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I... I, I I want to be on steroids. I think that's the takeaway. I think that's what I'm getting do at. Do it. Do it. Fucking do it. And look, look, I, Who was I said it this before uh, about, about getting like, you know, anything prescribed that you, that you, that you feel like you need, you know, just go to another doctor, you know, you just go to another doctor and, and like what I've done, I've got done a little Google searching here in Atlanta and it's like, find a place that specializes in that shit. Like, 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 uh, I think that's people, what I, I thought like I was doing that kind medicine. of. 
when sports medicine places. My family doctor has like a sports medicine specialty, right? So I was like, well, I'll go to that guy. And then he's like, yeah, your, your testosterone is not really low enough to warrant this. Is it that of a 19-year-old? Because that's what we're targeting. 18. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'll even go 17. Not too that's much lower because that's about when I hit puberty. You pull out your phone. This is Vito Belfort. Um, <laughs> this is what we're going for here. My friend uh, did I'm that. sorry, sir. You want to be a cage fighter? Ideally, yes. yes. <laughs> I want the testosterone there's, of a cage fighter. There's a dude in my universe, and uh, he got his steroids tested. And they were at like this uh, – his testosterone tested. And they were like at the level of mine. And I was like, that's not actually low. That's like within the range. He's like, yeah, but they said it was low for what we're going for. Yeah. I need the doctor with that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like, like it's, the I don't think any reason don't not want. to do it. Joe's talked about the personality changes, right? Do you remember when Ben Affleck was on Bill Maher's show and he was arguing with a right, uh, a conservative, I forget his name, and he was like, you know, you think Muslims are sympathetic to ISIS? That's disgusting. Do you guys remember this scene? Yeah. Joe Rogan was talking about that. He's like, I think Ben Affleck was on steroids when he did that. He's like, he was all red. He was all swole. He was training for Batman. Like, I, I think that he was just had a head full of steam and testosterone and wasn't himself on that. And yeah, maybe. something about that sunk in. I was like, well, I don't want to be like that. Every time I can't find double A batteries and blame my wife for misplacing them. Like, you know, I, I, I don't want to be hard to, I want to be me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I think you just try it out. You know, I, I had this conversation with my dad a while back. I'm like, you should, I was like, maybe you should get on this TRT stuff. He was, he was like, you know, my knuckles hurt, you know, I, I, they hurt when it gets cold. And I was like, you should get on TRT. I, it, it makes everything better. You're, 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 you're not going to turn into 20, 20 year old you but you're going to have the chemistry of 20-year-old you, and that's got to make every, your knees are going to feel better, your, your knuckles are going to feel better, like you're going to have more energy, you're going you're gonna to have more get up and go. Spring out of bed in the morning with lots of gusto and a full mast. And, and he literally like, said <laughs> basically what you said. He's like, well, won't it make me mean? And he, he, he was like, because 25-year-old me was, was an, uh, you know, I... I had a lot of lot, lot of issues, you know, like, a lot like of I, angst, <laughs> you know, that, that's when Build those people pent up energy, 25, 30 year old me is when those people tell you those stories about, me, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm just like, I don't think it will. And hey, <laughs> who cares? What, you know, like, 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 like maybe you try it for a few months, you, you get a little angry and, and then you come back off of it, you know, if you turn into to angry daddy, you know, but, 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 you know, test it, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You're making a lot of sense. That's what yeah, I'm getting for Christmas. A syringe. Oh. <laughs> At the very least, it'll be a funny bit for us to watch it unfurl. <laughs> me turn all red. You're disgusting. Like Ben Affleck it's, did. It, it's just us like trying to trigger you every show. Like, 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 like we've almost got him into to Red Woody. We've almost, we, we, <laughs> You've met Blue show. Woody. Wait till you see Red Woody. We have, no, and I hate George Foreman Grills. And leisure activities that involve aviation. And then Kyle just Woody incoming. And Kyle just does entire episodes like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like four minutes in, and you'd be you'd be getting the reaction. Welcome to PKA. Our sponsors tonight are Red Woody, <laughs> Testosterone, <laughs> and 
and 45 year old angst uh, <laughs> and hair replacement serum <laughs> oh that's a thing i don't want to go bald i would look silly yeah you definitely oh yeah that's don't risk it you're gonna <laughs> kick yourself if you're like i had it all <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I think i think as long as you have like the um you know, the, under, under the tutelage of a doctor, the guidance of a doctor, I think you're fine. You get some acne at the, the worst, you know? I'd do it if I were you. I definitely would. I definitely would, 100%. Mm. And, and like, like, I, like I said, I did a little bit of Googling here in Atlanta, and it's like there are places that like sort of even say it. They're, they're like, you know, we're, we're going to make you the, the best version of you you can be. And, you know, they talk about the range of testosterone levels and it's the same place that did like IV uh, vitamin IV bags and stuff like that, just for hangover recovery. I feel like if they if they if they have a service that's for someone who had a hangover, but they're coming in to get an IV, then a forty year old man could totally get some TRT there. I agree. I I should I, I googled it not long ago. There was a Raleigh like anti aging clinic or something. Let's go. I'll get buff and yeah. Be fun. Be cool. I had a uh, I had a a new PR with weightlifting recently, which is rare for me because I don't buy new shit really. Like I've just had like you know other than this trash apparently, <laughs> where I was like, oh, I could rationalize buying this, but I was looking at like getting a couple like seventy pound dumbbells, and it was like three hundred dollars. I'm like, you know what? I'll be moving in the next couple months or whenever it actually happens. I'm not gonna buy these yet. But like, and it wasn't even on a workout day. It was like Saturday night or something. I sat down and like picked up the two fifties I have. And usually like, I've been curling with thirty five for so long that like, you know, I have to do a ton of volume to, to actually make that difficult. Like doing the curl and press and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was just sitting there on the bench and I picked up the fifties and I was like it must have been six months since the last time I tried to curl those. And I was just ah like six eight months i couldn't get it and i got one and i was like oh, 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 oh and i did it and then like i was so stoked on myself that like i wanted to see like you could do one you could do more than one you're not even that tired yet and so i did like you know six to eight of those which mm -hmm. was too many to do for the first time you know what and you should try terrible form it really helps me up my weights oh yeah see i was <laughs> being very careful to do good things. i didn't want to fuck myself and put it down i was super stoked on myself and proud like hell yeah like that's a big jump in strength i just saw I, I was probably capable of this for a while i didn't even know and the next day i didn't have any soreness because you know that's just not how it works like when you really break your muscles down you have that doms that delayed onset muscle reaction mm -hmm. and today and yesterday my right bicep feels like someone is stabbing it like just trying like trying to extend all the way like it it's like some of the worst pain i've had in my bicep in a while which is great because it means I'm like hitting a new level of exertion that I'd kind of like burnt out on with the 35s, I think. So, not that interesting of a tale, but I'm like, <laughs> and it was it was a little ratcheting up of something. And I was like, hell yeah, like it, that's a real notice. There's no way that I would have been able to like a year ago curl 50 pounds and press it in one arm, like the, mm -hmm. like especially while doing both. So I, I was pretty happy with that. You did 50 great. in each. It was 50 pound uh, dumbbells. 50 in each hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I knew I could do, like, at a friend's house, I did, like, the 100 with both on a bar, but that's, like, you're not doing the stabilizing as much, yeah, so that's that, way, that's way easier. Yeah, that's what I was trying to compare it to. That, that, that's what I was thinking. I was, yeah. like... But having two individual dumbbells that's, is that's, way, that's way totally harder. That's totally different, because I know I can mm -hmm. do... I've done 25s on the bar and, like, curled it and pressed it. Mm -hmm. That's not that hard, but there's no way I do 50s. Yeah, no way yeah do 50s. It's, it's way, way harder to do with uh, the two 
two weights instead it of the one. Be, I think I could clean and jerk with a 50 in each hand, you know. Oh, I, could, I think you could hurt yourself real badly. Yeah, that kind like, of like, hurt ooh. right there. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm at, just imagine cleaning and jerking like dumbbells instead of a bar hurt me a little. Just the imagining. <laughs> just the imagining of it. Yeah. I don't think that's safe. I don't think that's safe. No, you shouldn't do that with dumbbells. Do. You can do that with kettlebells, though. I was if you have two of those because the weight's behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually even easier than the curl your hand press. Because the clean and press, like I could do that with 65 per hand because like that energy of the actual clean is like you're using your legs, you're getting a lot in there. Whereas with curling, like you can like be a cheater and like kind of like scrounch down and then use your calves a little bit if mm-hmm. you want, which, you know, if you have calves like Woody, you could probably knock those <laughs> out easy. But yeah, it's, it's much harder to do the stationary standing kind of. I lifted weights with Colin today. It's actually the first time I lifted since the competition ended. We just kind of broke the seal and got back in there. But uh, I did that same exercise. Any strength loss you noticed? Oh, yes. I I felt like my pull-ups weren't as good as they were before. Uh, But also, I I, I didn't even go that hard. I I always go back. I sort of start slow. And, uh, like, let's say I did 15 pull-ups, but I did it with this, like, elastic strap. That break was so short, though. You'll be, like, right back to where you were in three days. Like I hope so. Hey, okay. Yeah. Oh, tier. What is this? But Let, yeah, let's watch this. This is. Uh, I know. I think we're getting coming to the end anyway. If if you want to watch this at home, this is called TRT Vitor. This is uh, the YouTuber is Ripped Rufy, and this video has two hundred sixty five thousand views. There is another video that's also called TRT Vitor, <laughs> just not as funny. Ready? Oh, Taylor, you ready? I'm ready. Ready, set, play. He doesn't look that good there. That's that's why it's black and white. This is pre-TRT. <laughs> he still looks pretty good, those biceps. Oh, he's losing. This is losing. him getting beaten up. Oh, that's Jocker A. Here he is again. A Chris, <laughs> Chris Weidman. He was on steroids for this fight. The guy winning? The No, the guy losing. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I know it doesn't fit the narrative, but they had his results. This is not a flattering compilation. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I want a victory. Yeah. You know, I want victory. I want that. That's what it is. My name is Speak for Itself. I just want a victory. God, he looks so good there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's totally shredded now. (laughs) Yeah. Look at him, look how intense. He grew hair. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. He's literally hulking out. He is transforming. The men behind him look human, and he's just yeah. another level. See, this is it. Like, like when, when Taylor was talking about Rogan, and he said, you know, well, you know, imagine that he works out. This guy worked out the whole way through. He just couldn't yeah. work out like this. Yeah. He's getting better results from the workouts, too. Mm-hmm. He's drinking out of something you have to two-hand. <laughs> More! <laughs> <Syringes>. <laughs> <laughs> the needle. Jesus, oh, look at the huge difference. Do you see his center abs have those like poke, they're almost pimples on them? 
That's from it's from sticking a needle in his belly. Dan Henderson is like, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> Luke Rockhold, this is DRT. He didn't want to touch gloves. He's gonna kill. But a wheel kick your ass. <laughs> uh, mistakes were made. Look at look how aggressive he is too. Like like like. Look at this. No fear. Look at his nipples sticking out. He's so uh, roided up. Look at his aggression and. Just an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. The thing about him has always been like, like you get hit once in your days, and before you know it, ten more shots are in. Oh, he picked him up off his feet. Off his feet. That was Ningano like. Like punch that guy mid jump. Then fucking shinned into the head. <laughs> he's just, he's the water boy. He's he's in a state of Hulkamania <laughs> right here. Oh, those are hard, hard shots. I hate to ruin the video, but these fights are actually out of order for the narrative. Like, those losses are later on. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, hard kicks. Well, maybe it's after they, did they, like, let him do it for a while and then they made him stop doing it? Yeah, but, like, that Weidman fight, for example, in the beginning was after they made him stop. <laughs> Trump Trump there is there. Trump's, Trump's approving. That's hilarious. Man, well, he uh, big change. <laughs> big change in body type. Dude, that guy... He, so he was on roids early in, early in his career, and then he got off them, or at least he wasn't like super on them, and his, he kind of waned. And then he got back on and became TRT Vitor and went on a... Run, like, you know, if you see a guy really step into his prime around 38... He's probably <laughs> on steroids. Yeah, and to hear Rogan explain it, like, the TRT is different than steroids. He's like, that's just testosterone. They're just shooting him full of testosterone, not steroids. Testosterone. So it's totally fair. No, no, no. He's not saying it's fair. <laughs> he's just saying it's a completely different thing for, like, for like him and the way that it, he's reacting to it. It's, I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't know much like, about that I guess stuff. steroids are, like, fake testosterone. Or he like got, it's making your body produce more testosterone or something. He got on approved testosterone. Right? There was a point in the UFC where they're like, you know, to make it fair, we're going to let these old people take steroids. <laughs> and the young people are like, wait, this doesn't seem fair. But hey. Yeah, they, they brought it up recently. I think, I think Brendan Schwab did um, saying that like it would be great if Vitor got into that golden boy production things, which seems to be a lot of old fighters. He's like, they better watch the fuck out <laughs> if TRT Vitor jumps in there with those old dogs. He's going to clean house. It's like, yeah, yeah. Chael Sonnen, fucking Tito Ortiz, poor Chuck Liddell. They don't want none of Vitor. That would be scary. Uh, yeah, I was all with you until you disparaged the name of the undefeated grand champion Chael Sonnen. I mean, Tito beat up Chael like a year ago. Well, that was Chael's first fight back. Mm. How's he done since then? He's won some. He beat um, Rampage and somebody else. I saw. Um, I, I saw him fight Fedor. Obviously, that that those are the. I've only seen two of his fights, and he lost them both. I guess that's why I'm thinking that. Yeah, th that was his first and most recent. That's in the middle. Yeah. I think he won two.
Yeah, I was ho- <sighs> I was hoping he could beat Fedor. I was like, oh man, that'd be a great feather in the cap to beat fucking Fedor. It but. really would, you know. And uh, I like the way Chael breaks down fights afterwards. Usually very respectful. Leading up to it, it's no holds bar. But afterwards, he's really respectful, and I like that about him. And he's like, you know, I thought Fedor was fast, like for heavyweight. He's like, no, he's just. That's what fast is. He's so fast. He he hits hard like a heavyweight, but fast like a middleweight, and it was hard to deal with. Yeah. And uh, and also he described. So there was a point where Chael Sonnen was on the ground, getting ground and pounded, and he's like, "I thought I was bobbing and weaving and making sure that like nothing was really hitting. I thought I was my defense was really on point. I was disappointed that the referee stopped it." Like then I watched the video and I really wasn't doing anything like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like it. it just is kind of a humble like, you know, like this is what I thought was going on and it's not not where it was. But I guess that's a wrap. 223. Yeah, sure. All right. PKN 223.